Greetings and salutations. Welcome to SGL Daily for September 15th, 2023. The word of the Lord this morning is from the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 7. In this chapter, we read of the Corinthians' repentance and the joy of Titus. This morning, we're focusing on godly sorrow and worldly sorrow. Therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. 1 John 3 comments, We are children of God. We know that when He is revealed, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. Everyone who has this hope in Jesus purifies himself just as Jesus is pure. And in 1 John 4, Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as Jesus is, so are we in this world. We continue at verse 2. Open your hearts to us. We have wronged no one. We have corrupted no one. We have cheated no one. I did not say this to condemn, for I have said before that you are in our hearts to die together and to live together. Second Corinthians 6 puts it this way. We have spoken openly to you. Our heart is wide open. You are not restricted by us, but you are restricted by your own affections. So our question is, what do we love? We continue at verse 4. Great is my boldness of speech toward you. I am filled with comfort. I am exceedingly joyful in all tribulation. Outside were conflicts, inside were fears. Paul is referencing here the Song of Moses as we read in Deuteronomy 32. The sword shall destroy outside. There shall be terror within for the young man and virgin, the nursing child with the man of gray hairs. Now to verse 6. Nevertheless, God, who comforts the downcast. Isaiah 49. Sing, O heavens, be joyful, O earth, and break out in singing, O mountains. For the Lord has comforted his people and will have mercy on his afflicted. And in 2 Corinthians 1. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also abounds through Christ. Thank you, Jesus. To verse 7, comforted us by the coming of Titus, not only by his coming, but also by the consolation with which he was comforted in you. Even if I made you sorry with my letter, I do not regret it, though I did regret it. I rejoice not that you were made sorry, but that your sorrow led to repentance. For you were made sorry in a godly manner, that you might suffer loss from us in nothing. For godly sorrow produces repentance, leading to salvation, not to be regretted. 2 Samuel 12 comments, David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said to David, The Lord also has put away your sin. You shall not die. However, by this deed, you have given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme. 
The child also who is born to you shall surely die. In Psalm 32, many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he who trusts in the Lord, mercy shall surround him. And in Matthew 26, Peter remembered the word of Jesus who had said to him, Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. So he went out and wept bitterly. Now to verse 10. But the sorrow of the world produces death. Proverbs 17 comments, A merry heart does good, like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. To verse 11. Observe this. You sorrowed in a godly manner. What diligence it produced in you, what clearing of yourselves, what indignation, what fear, what vehement desire, what zeal, what vindication. In all things you proved yourselves to be clear in this matter. In Ephesians 5 we read, Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. And now to verse 12, although I wrote to you, I did not do it for the sake of him who had done wrong, nor for the sake of him who suffered wrong, but that our care for you in the sight of God might appear to you. In 2 Corinthians 2, if anyone has caused grief, he has not grieved me, but all of you to some extent. Therefore, not to be too severe. You ought rather to forgive and comfort such a one, lest perhaps such a one be swallowed up with too much sorrow. I urge you to reaffirm your love to him. To this end, I also wrote that I might put you to the test, whether you are obedient in all things. Now whom you forgive anything, I also forgive. If indeed I have forgiven anything, I have forgiven that one, for your sakes in the presence of Christ, lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Two things to note. Too much worldly sorrow can swallow up someone, and Satan seeks to take advantage of unforgiveness within the church body. We will pray the rest of the chapter. God of peace, comfort us in the comforting of others. For you tell us that joy, by the will of God, refreshes our spirit. Holy Spirit, help us speak all things to others in truth, even so it may be found true by others. May our affections be greater for others in this church body as we obey your words of life, receiving each other with fear and trembling, while rejoicing in the confidence we have in each other in everything all the working through this body of Christ. Amen.